Yeah. Talking about food because he engaged. <clears throat> Lisa Denae Live starts now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. You can no, it's just right. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio. Statue. All right, hey guys. <laughs> we are here at Stunner Radio and happy, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. I am really trying to work this iPad. I only feel old when I'm working with technology. <laughs> <laughs> I, normally, I feel young. I feel way younger than my age. But when I'm working with something technical, I just feel so old. And it, it'll do it to you. Never find the buttons. I can't <laughs> do it fast enough. How you work this your thing? Yes. <laughs> I'm calling my kids. You know, how, show me how to fix this. Okay. So anyway, we are here on Lisa Denae Live. Thank you so much for being with us today, you guys. And we have a very special guest. And we're going to talk to her really quickly uh, in a few minutes. But before we introduce our guests, I wanted to just, you know, mention some things, some current events that's been going on. And first of all, shout out to the city of Houston here in Houston, Texas, in the United States. Um, Houston, it's not a good shout out for y'all today. I want to say everybody needs to be medicated. Y'all need to get on this CBD I gotta get some cannabis. I don't know what y'all need, but the road rage has gotten out of hand. Like people are shooting each other because they got cut off. People just pulling over, trying to throw hands. What is going on? I mean, where where's the cert when you need it? I'm just saying. I mean, that's what people drink here. I think we need to distribute it. I we need to distribute it on mass because you know. People who be sitting there served, they, they go to the show. They do. Mm-hmm. And and normally the uh city of Houston, we like it slow. Um, I don't know what's really going on, but it is I do and I agree, I have seen an increase in road rage, but to me that just kind of goes back to um the microwave society that we have created. People think they're entitled to every single thing, and when somebody challenges that for five seconds and they can't handle it and they can't fight, so they're gonna shoot. It's sad though. It's sad it because we had a shooting last week at the aquarium downtown. Yeah. Then we had a shooting yesterday at the Galleria. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I done told y'all don't be acting up in these white folks' areas. <laughs> y'all already know it's gonna make it bad for all of us. Okay, yeah. pretty soon it's gonna be a state of emergency. You know how they get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel safe. We don't want to hear those words because then we're going to have a curfew. We're going to be on lockdown. Mm-hmm. They're going to be extra. Okay. But at the same time, maybe it's good to act up in their areas so they can do something about all y'all acting up. Because <laughs> y'all know y'all been acting up in the hood and don't nobody care. But you go to acting up in their areas. Now it's time for some Hold on now, Tyrone. <laughs> we need some policies in place here. You know, even the mayor was speaking out about the violence and the road rage. And I was like, okay, okay. So clearly they care. They just care when it's in their area. So I'm just saying, let's, uh, I don't know, let's help our fellow man. Let's help each other. But it's not just us that's doing the road rage either. Oh, no, I know it's not us. But the point is, it's in these areas. 
So even if it's our Latinas and our Latino brothers and sisters, they don't much care if it's in your area, okay? But when y'all start spreading to them areas where they like to frequent, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, but they're the so, main ones that do it from what I've seen too. Like the these people that have these big old trucks, I think they own the road. They, they're they the main, one, main ones doing the road rage as well. They do a lot of road rage. That is so true. But I'm just going to speak on... Um, I don't know what's going on with my, my link on Facebook. I can't watch the show. But anyway, I'm not going to worry about it right now. Um, I just want us to be safe. So when you feel like you can't even go to the mall without somebody start shooting, yes. even though we've already felt that, let's not get it any worse. You know, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it, Houston. Let's get it together. I also want to shout out to our new listeners in Botswana. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank it's you, guys. So exciting. To have you, we had we have Nigeria that listens to us, but then we recently gained Botswana. That's, That's awesome. Nice. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We really appreciate yes. it. We love, we love the love. We love you. We love you. And I'm going to go back and watch the number one lady detective agency on HBO. If you've never seen it, it was featuring Jill Scott, starring Jill Scott, uh -oh. and it was set in Botswana. Okay. And so you go back and watch that. You hear how they greet each other. And it's really cute. I tried to catch on to the words. The only thing I could could remember was, uh, no, I can't even remember it. I, I hear it in my head, but I can't produce it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the way they speak each other, it's really cool. They call each other mom. So I love that. I mean, you know, the women. And we do that sometimes. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. But we done got to this sis thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at it, too, because I don't be remembering names. So I just be like, hey, sis. <laughs> What's up, sis? Hey, sis. But um, yeah, that's wonderful to have you guys. Welcome. Thank you so much for sticking with us and joining us and listening to us. You can watch us anytime on stunnerradio.com or you can go to our YouTube page. We are going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our special guest, Julia, a.k.a. Jules of Couture Candles by Jules. Hey, it's your girl Lisa Denae, and I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life, Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. All right, we are back um, with our very special guest. Now, Julia, I cannot pronounce your last name. <laughs> I ain't even going to do you like that. So I'm just going to say welcome <laughs> and introduce our, our, um, our audience to yourself. Just tell me your name, who you are, what you do. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Julia M. Ponsa Gilder. And so I know that's a um, long last name. Our family's from Ghana. And oh, so um, that's where the Amponsa comes from. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, 
I've been an educator in Houston ISD for 20 years. I started my candle business probably around 2008 with my husband. And that's when we first got started. And then we kind of drifted off of it. Life happened, kids and so forth. And I started back in 2019 just by myself with, with, the, with the brand and trying to get it started again because I love, 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 love candles. And I wanted to make something unique to what I like instead of having to pick from the stores. Right. So um, that's, that's basically how I got started in that business. That's cool. So was your husband into it or was it something you dragged him into? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, actually, he actually loves candles, too. So oh, it's funny cool. how it got started was he had um, a friend back then who was married to a lady whose uh, mom made candles in her kitchen, but she didn't sell them. Oh, wow. And so we went over for dinner one night and she was um, showing us how to do it. And so she was like, and y'all can, you know, sell them, do what you want. And so that's how it all got started, because I was telling her how much we love candles and so forth. So that's that's really how it got started. And wow. it kind of, and it took off. But that was before, like, all the social media, and, you know, by the, that time you had to do word of mouth. Oh, hey, they're selling candles, you know. So it was, you know, but it sold. It sold a lot. And um, everyone loves candles. You'd be surprised. Everyone loves candles. I know I love candles. Mm -hmm. But one of the frustrating things for me when you buy a candle is it smells so good in a jar, and then you burn it, you don't smell anything. So, what makes I, that I'll happen? tell you why. <laughs> so, I won't name certain companies, but what they do is they'll fill the jar with the wax at the bottom with no scent, right? Halfway through, and then at the top, they'll put the fragrance in. <gasps> with another pour and so once you get it and you smell it it's oh it's great and then once you get home and you start burning it once it gets down to that level that scent is gone See, wow. I mean, it's cheaper to make it that way yeah right and so that's that's the commercial way to do the oh candles. wow so if you ever get a candle like that you know why and that is so mm -hmm. frustrating because yeah. you know <laughs> i like to burn mine all the way down yes, yes. but so, so you gotta be careful with that too because you know, you're supposed to just burn it for about three or four hours. So I know we're all guilty, you know, yeah. with that, but, you know, with the sand, candle safety, um, yeah. But That's just like hours. the bag of chips that with all the air. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Any way they can get us less. <laughs> Why? So that produce more. Yes. 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 And I know that you're right about that because, you know, when you get a candle, and I'm going to tell you, Walgreens is the worst because they have these candles on sale all the time. Uh -huh. Like two for 10, two for 20. Like, ooh, it smells so good. You burn it for an hour, then you don't smell nothing else. Nothing. You're like, what is going on? Nothing. So I'm glad to know because yeah, I thought yeah, it was just me and I'm like, why is it that I can smell it here, but then I can't smell it when I burn it? Yeah. But then I also know a particular brand that I love that we talked about before mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. They smell good all the way through. So, yeah. And so those are the, you know, and, and with your homemade candles and things like that, that's that's what we're taught to do. You, you know, put it all the way through. I like to triple scent mine because I like them strong. Yes. So with mine, yes. you have to burn them long because your whole house. Oh, that's what I want. Up. And that's what I, you know, and, I've all, and that, you know, was a problem. You buy the candle, you don't smell someone. Let me make my own candle and see yes. how that's going to work for me. So just burn it. 
I think mine probably 20 minutes your whole house. Oh yeah. Just just let it and that makes it last longer too because yeah. you're not burning it all the way down. You don't have to because right. that scent will linger for a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though I just like the flame. I like the flame. That's why I love fireplaces. Any type of fire, the flame just really does something for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna always burn mine to the bone. You know, burn it all the <laughs> way to the bottom. But um, so tell us about your organization, the Black Candle Makers. Yes. So I started. Um, it was on Instagram, and this was um, probably around 2020, maybe the end of. Yeah, the beginning of 2020, I started noticing a lot of black candle makers and I wanted to shout them out. So I was like, oh, let me shout them out because I thought that was just so interesting because the industry alone, you don't really find a lot of black candle makers. So I thought. And so I know with the pandemic, a lot of people went towards trying to make candles and so forth. So I would just shout them out because there's all types of candles. You have food candles and people are so creative. So it's not just yourself for pouring the jar. You can make shapes and there's just all kinds of creative things. They do strawberries that you can put in that they call embeds. Um, there's some candles where you can um, put jewelry or jewels in them. Right. right? And, and they're at the bottom and you burn it down and you have this beautiful jewel. I mean, there's so many creative things. And so I wanted to kind of broadcast that. And then someone was like, why don't you put it on Facebook because we don't have Instagram. So I was like, okay, I'll just do a group. Um, started it last August, and I think we probably started, at, um, one of the ladies that joined, I was like, can you help me with the group? Because I know it's going to be a lot going on. So I think it was August. We probably started with maybe 150. We're now up to 7,000 members. Oh, wow. And we haven't even hit a year yet. Wow. That is huge. So, um, That's awesome. Named it the Black Candle Makers Club, BCMC. Okay. And um, I love it because it features all of our Black Candle Makers. We share tips, ideas. I have different um, vendors that come on the show, especially like our candle science and different companies. I had um, the National Candle Association come on and talk about candle safety and so mm -hmm. forth. So it's all okay. type of different things that we do. We um, shout out in the group as well, different members and platforms and things that they do. So it's 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 a great platform. That is great. And yeah. congratulations on that. Thank you. Clearly you saw a gap that needed to be filled and you filled it. Yes. And that's what I love when we do that kind of thing. Yes. Because that's always tied to our purpose somehow. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you with so many people making candles and um, what are some don'ts when it comes to buying homemade candles or candles mm -hmm. that are not made up commercially just in a small from a small business? What are some things to look for that you don't want to buy this candle? Okay, so... Hmm, that's interesting. There's there's probably a couple. So you want to stay away from you want to make sure the wick. So you know the size of your jar, you want to make sure if it's a smaller one, you shouldn't have too many wicks because they mm -hmm. heat. If it's overheated, that can cause an explosion. Oh, right. Wow. And then another thing, like I said, with the, the time that you burn the candle. Also with our candle makers, there's a formula. You don't want to put too much candle, even though you you know you want your candle to be highly fragrant. If you put too much candle oil in the wax, that can cause a fire as well. So you've got to be very careful with the percentage that you put in. Wow. So you want to measure. And then there's all kinds of different waxes now. You have um, paraffin wax. There's soy wax that was new. Um, people use beeswax. 
um, which tends to be a lot more money because of the, the uh, way that it's made. Um, now you have coconut wax that you can use, oh. but there's all, yeah, there's all kind of formulas that you want to use. And then the type of wax you use with the oil, um, it blends differently as well. Mm -hmm. And so you can have um, like soy wax. Sometimes you have to use a little more fragrance because mm. it doesn't um, hold the scent as much as paraffin wax and so forth. So okay. um, those are some things you want to be careful with, making sure you're using the right wicks. Because people don't know, it's, it's a lot of work with candles because you have to make sure that the wicks you use go with the wax that you have. Is it going to burn evenly and so forth? So there's, there's some, and then the jars as well. Because people think that the thicker the glass that it'll hold, but you have to be careful with the vessels that you use as well, because mm. they can burst as well. They wow. Can. Yes. Mm. That so. would be messy. Oh, yeah. And, like, dangerous. dangerous. Very because dangerous. Because that would, like, destroy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So, I, I wondered about that because I had bought a candle from a lady that made candles, and she had a wood wick. Yes. And that thing only wick. burned once. And I kept trying to get it to start burning again. So I cut the wick, and, and I started burning it. But it just never burned right after that. And I was like, what is the problem with, with this? Yeah, so, so it might have been, yeah. And you have to test. So with the home, you have to test, test, test. So you don't just make it and sell it. Um, the key is to make a couple of them. Watch how they burn all the way through. Do the, uh, um, burn tests and all kind of things. And just to see, because you'll get a candle. And you don't want to do that. You get your customers, and then all of a sudden, your candle's not performing the way it needs to be now you lost a whole lot of customers yeah. because you didn't test out your candle yeah and mm -hmm. i have bought candles with the wood and wick before mm -hmm. so that part wasn't new but i don't know what was wrong with this wick. yeah it just wouldn't burn and it may have been that wick was not good for that wax, for that. wax. Mm -hmm. okay yeah. Yeah. Okay, so to me, soy candles burn cleaner. They, Is that they true? Do. So that's another myth, right? And so people <laughs> say that, you know, your paraffin wax has chemicals in it. It's not true because they all go through the same process of cleaning. Mm -hmm. And so um, people think, you know, the soy wax is the organic kind. But it's not necessarily true. It just depends on what you're putting into your candle. I got it. Okay. So if you're using a, um, you know, a certain type of oil, of course, the, the oil you put in color. People, you know, use color. That can cause a lot of um, clogging of your, your wicks and so forth. So those are the types of things that can emit different types of gases and things like that. But okay. it is a myth that, you know, and the Candle Association will tell you that there's a myth with the different types of waxes and which one's better. I think the smoke smells different to me. The uh -huh. smoke from a soy candle smells different from a, a paraffin. Uh -huh. And it depends on your wick. And so with your wooden wick, they say that it's supposed to burn a lot cleaner, but that's not necessarily true either because it just depends on the type of wick you use. Right. There's so many different kinds. There's cotton wicks. There's the zinc core wicks. And so a lot of those, the way you burn them, sometimes they'll leave that mushroom. If you've ever seen the little oh, mushroom, yes, I can't I hate those. <laughs> so, you know, it depends on the wick. That's the only yes. concern I have with the one bread that I mentioned to you before. Uh -huh, you yeah, that, and that's the, the only wicks. concern is mm -hmm. that mushroom form. Yeah, so it depends on the wick that you use. Because so, if you use a different type of wick, which may cost a little more, but it burns a lot cleaner. And so, but you know, you always have to trim your wick every time you use it as well, because mm -hmm. you don't want that. that Y'all, I'm learning so much. <laughs> so, yeah, so. because that, that black smoke is yes, annoying. and that's from not trimming your wicks properly, or it could be the type of wick you're using and so forth. Oh, so, okay. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, that's really good. Yes, well, I have a question. Yes. You said trim in the wig. I don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's I'm like, I'm sorry. You want to trim your wig? I do wigs. trim mine. Because it, it, gives, it makes your candle it last longer. And it, and it, yeah, you won't see that black smoke okay. as much. So you want to trim. You won't have to crash one, right? Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that black smoke can get on your wall. Yes. I mean, it can be on your Oh, sure does. So you want to trim them to make it cleaner when it burns. And it'll last longer too for your candle. Okay. So mm -hmm. how often should we? Do every it? time, every, every time, time you use it, just yeah, cut the weight before. Yeah, you I, I do that only because um, <laughs> I don't like the black part at the top. Yeah. Because when you relight it, it does. It, that, yeah, it has an exact. I don't like that smell. So, so just try burn the little black all the way down, at least a fourth inch. You know where that black part is gone, then you're good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, this is this is very good and informative, <laughs> and it also has cemented my decision to not make candles. Because <laughs> at first I was like, oh, I'm going to make candles, but now I'm just going to fake them. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. When you break it down, I'm like, no. Nah. But it's fun. It's fun. But it is a lot of work because you have to, you know, you have to test, 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 test to make sure, you know. I would do it for fun. <laughs> yes, I would definitely do it for fun. Mm -hmm. But as far as the business, I I'm not. You convinced me. Thank you. Because I was like, we well, yeah, I'm gonna do my candles. I'm like, nah, girl, I ain't gonna do it. You know, you gotta draw a line. So, <laughs> so that's not gonna work. But um, I, I, I think that a lot of times that is uh, a point that I want to make. People look at a business and be like, I think I can, I can do, do that. that yeah. Then when you get into it, you're like, oh, like, what do I got myself? Yes. Yes. Even the supplies are expensive, especially now that everyone's gotten into the candle business. Yes. Oh, God. It's like just shipping could be $20 to $25. Wow. And it doesn't matter what it is, you know, and then, you know, buying the wax yeah. now. I mean, those boxes are heavy, so it's, you know. Like a, a box of, of wax could cost you a hundred to hundred and twenty dollars, and that's not with shipping. And so, it, so it's what is lot. the origin of wax? Um, the origin, like where? Well, how's wax made? Size beads wax. So soy wax. Uh huh. Through the process, so they'll get like the soy, like with the soy uh, waxes through the soybeans, they're cleaned, and then there's portions of it that they take out to use for the wax. Okay. Um, paraffin, I think, is from. Um, it's supposed to be a, the clean part of the petroleum oil, and oh. that's where that myth comes from because people are in their mind, oh, it's petroleum. That means it's dirty, but it's it's a portion. It's the process that it goes through to clean that, okay. that wax. Okay. Same with the coconut um, wax comes from the coconut oils and so forth. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm just trying to figure out if we can get some black suppliers of this wax. Y'all figure this out, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that, Let's get some yeah. suppliers because if we're all making candles, then we need to that have maybe some black. We have a few um, in the Black Candle Makers Club. There are a few of us in there that do um, are trying to start up that supply. It's hard yeah, because, you know, you don't have the same connections. Right. And you don't have, you know, it's a lot of money, like just to buy a whole lot of wax at a wholesale price. And so that's why they're always like, well, why are y'all's candles so, so much money? But I can go to Bath and Body Works and get it for, you know, $10.99. Well, we don't have the same ways of getting all of these um, mass-produced wax. Right. We have to buy ours, you know, slowly. And so, That's of course, it costs a lot for us. And again, with that process, we're doing it all the way through. It's handmade, homemade. We're at home 
we're stirring. We don't have a machine doing right. anything for us. So things are, you know, they cost a little more. Right, on right. That end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point you raised because I think that happened with a lot of uh, people especially with black beauty supply yeah like everything because yes. these people have been in this industry for so years exactly where we can't get that same wholesale right so we gotta start from somewhere exactly and that's why i encourage people to support black business because we have to start somewhere exactly. right but if you just don't support us we end up grand opening grand closing yes so i would hope that we would learn to support each other even if the price is a little higher because we try to build something. To it, took, it took black people a long time to get into several industries. Yeah. So these are just you know a few examples. Um, I don't know if we have any black car makers. I don't know if we have mm -hmm. any black um, supply, I mean manufacturers mm -hmm. of wax, not just wholesalers buying from a manufacturer. I think that's where our power lies is how we can manufacture our own things. Yeah. And so until we get there. That would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's that should be a goal for for anybody in business, how can I make my own mm -hmm. from the very beginning? Yes. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So um, if we do happen to have a black candle maker or a black manufacturer of wax and supplies, I know that Julia is going to be the person <laughs> to tell us yes. who they are. Well, she might be that. the person. <laughs> um, but so let's um, give us how we can follow the black candle makers club yes that's support it mm -hmm. so um on instagram it's black candle makers club and then also on um facebook same thing the black candle makers club not the but black candle makers club okay mm -hmm. so you guys go follow go be a, be a part of that i'm sure you can find some unique candle makers and you can definitely every time you want to buy something you want to buy black I feel like you should have all these resources saved to your phone. Yes. So that you can just add a moment. So let me buy some candles from somebody. Let me, you know, yes. let me buy some hair. Let me do some lashes or whatever. And that's going to help us all. So tell us also how we can um, buy your products. Sure. So mine um, on Instagram is Jules Couture Candles. So that's J-E-W-E-L-Z and then Couture, C-O-U-T-U-R-E. And then Candles has the Z at the end instead of S. Okay. And same name on Facebook as well. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So now I want to ask you, what are your favorites of your own line? Your own okay. brand? What are your favorite scents? I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to choose, um, the way I named my candles were actually after like different countries and oh, especially okay. black countries. So I have Ghana Gold, which oh. is like, um, it's like a lemon vanilla flavor. And that's a top seller. Um, we have a turquoise twist, which is like a um, kind of like a um, pineapple, tropical. Mm, that's and good. I think something. I would like that. Yes. <laughs> um, royal sapphire is my favorite one because that one is the, it's a royal blue color, mm. but the scent is like a fresh um, cotton. Oh, um, I love that. Like a, it's just. I can't even explain it, but it's just, it's mm -hmm. clean, but it's like a pick you up type of scent. Um, so that, I love that one as well. Oh, um, but I have one out. for every, love. if you like vanilla, I'm not a vanilla person. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm not, but people love vanilla. So I was like, okay, I gotta at least make one. <laughs> so I have, um, it's called, um, drawing a blank um but it's got like coconut vanilla it's oh, it's a creamy it's like a creamy. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um 
What's another favorite? I like lavender. Do you have a lavender? I don't have lavender, but I do have one. Um, it's like a um, aromatherapy type candle. Mm -hmm. So it has um, it has a hint of lavender in it, but it's mostly has like eucalyptus, mm -hmm. and um, so it's good for like spa spa type things, or if you're in the tub and you want to burn it. It's, um, so I do have that. Mm -hmm. I have one called Onyx Oasis that actually the women love. I made it because it's a um, it's kind of like a man fragrance. Mm -hmm. It smells like cologne. Oh, <laughs> I like, like this those. one. The women love it. Oh, I love man sales out. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so yeah, those are I think those are my favorite favorites. So, so this is my breakdown of candle scents. <laughs> <laughs> I always put. Food flavor, whether it be apple pie, caramel, vanilla, all that got burns in the kitchen. Yeah. Because I want people to, when they come in the kitchen, feel like, hmm, I'm so Yeah, I smell good here. <laughs> Even though I ain't nothing else. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but at least you could feel like something. But I love that smell in the kitchen because even if I don't feel like cooking, it makes me feel like it throws something so together. It's Coco yeah. Morocco. Coco Morocco. I'm going to write that down. I need that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then in my bathrooms, I like fresh, strong sets. So royal sapphire. <laughs> I like them strong yeah, because... You know, everybody don't don't spray. <laughs> I encourage everybody. I got a house full of boys. They don't, oh they don't man, and they, they don't care. Don't smell that bad to me. Yeah. Of course, they don't smell bad to you. Yeah, they don't care at all. So my bathrooms are like it always smells good and strong. Um, and then in my bedroom, that's why I do like masculine scents. Okay. So <laughs> bedroom, even though there ain't no man in there right now, <laughs> the smell of it is just, it just puts me in a great mood. Uh -huh. and, you know, because it reminds me of the last man. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> just the so presence of a man. Yeah. You know, it feels good. Uh -huh. I love the, the masculine scent in my bedroom. Or if I'm in a mood now, I don't want to be thinking about no man, smelling no fragrance of a man, none of that, because I get those moods too. <laughs> I like um, I like clean scents, like the fresh kind of clean yeah, linen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I love that. florals too. So um, a popular floral we have is Emerald Empress. Ooh, Ooh, that just sounds that's regal. Right now. <laughs> and, 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 and it's green. So I don't really like floral scents. I think because I grew up and I hung around my grandmother so much, mm. she always smelled like rose water or some kind of floral. She always burned. Oh, it just reminds me of old lady. So anytime I smell floral, I'd be like, Ain't ready yet. Ain't ready yet. It's like red diamonds to you. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> white diamonds. White diamonds. Yeah, like white diamonds. Girl, don't mention white diamonds. Be my my jam though. I ain't gonna white diamonds. But anyway, um, it's been such a pleasure to meet you and to learn about your business and everything that you're doing. I just love people who take the initiative to make something that clearly needs to be made, mm -hmm. you know, and don't say, oh, somebody should make a black candle maker. Just do it, Just you do know, it, and right. then the people will come. Out, yeah, because it was a surprise that I was like, wow, this is this is amazing. Yeah. So I want to talk real quickly for people who um, who are in business. I want you to kind of tell us the importance of belonging to something like that. Because some people feel like, oh, I, I don't need people trying to find out my secrets or learn my suppliers or steal yeah. my customers. We always look at the negative sometimes. So, so tell us some positives about and being a part of it. That's interesting because even in that group, you know, you have people that are like, "Well, what if they try to steal my idea?" And I tell them, we have millions and billions of 
candles in the world. Like there's there's so many different candles. There's no way everyone in here could sell a product to somebody different and make money. Absolutely, the same product. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, so to me in the group, it's it's all about sharing and lifting and hey, why don't you do it this way and giving ideas and tips. So to me, it's it's like a a family. You know, and we, it's funny because we call each other um, cousins in the family. And a cousin, a Chandler. So, I mean, it, to me, sharing, it just gives you a knowledge of wealth because you don't know where you'll get blessed and you buy, you're blessing right. someone else when you're sharing. Right. And so to me, um, that's what I tell them in the group. No, this is a positive group. We're here to, to give ideas, to share. And if you need something, we're here for you. And, and I think that's a blessing in itself. I do too. I think it's really good that you started that because one thing that we as black people lack in some so many areas is unity. Yes. For whatever reason, mm -hmm. we can't seem to come together and stay together and support each other. So any small change we can make in it's, any part of our difference. community, it helps. Yes. So I just want to applaud you and thank you for everything that you're doing because you. I think candles make the world a better place. They do. Definitely. They definitely. Do. Yeah. Definitely. I think they do. I love smoking. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you know, it sets the mood. Yes. You know, it sets the mood. Not only does the fragrance smell good, just looking at it is calming. Um, yes. And you know, if you light a candle, especially in the presence of of God, or if you're praying, or Mm -hmm. uh, or you feel like your ancestors is in your midst. There's something about the lighting of a candle, candle. Yes. that is. I feel like it's it have a spiritual aspect to it. So that's why I think it's it's peace makes the space peaceful. Yes. And then and when you with the person that you love or lusting after, that candlelight make them look even better, right? You know, they they sitting across from the candle and the glow of the candle, and you can just hear Alicia Keys the fire we make. Yes. I do like the crackling sound. You know, that's what people love, that crackling sound. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's soothing and it's mm -hmm. calming as well. So I want to thank you so much for being here. I want to encourage everybody that's listening to please follow her. Go follow her on Facebook and Instagram, yes. um, Black Candlemakers Club and Jules Couture Candles. Again, thank you so much for being with thank us. You for Any um, last words you would like to leave with our listeners before we go to a break? Yeah. Just, just like you said in the beginning, Houston, please. Be safe out there. I mean, there's no rush. You're not going anywhere. Take your time. We want everybody to be alive. Right. And so um, that's. I think that's that's the main thing that we need to be be very and be safe, please, because COVID is is real. COVID is alive and real. Oh yes, I wanted to ask you about your experience with COVID. Yes. So for those that don't know, I I had um con I, I don't know how I got it. Because I was at home, I was safe, didn't go anywhere, but I got in in March, was in the hospital for two months almost, like out, in and out, breathing machine, oxygen, all of that. So I almost died. And um, I got vaccinated, you know, I went, you know, got clear. The doctor said I'm healthier than I've ever been now. But um, people are still out here thinking COVID is not real, and it is. And so you've got to be careful. You know, there's new strands out here. You know, people are still not wanting to be vaccinated. And so I just, I, I from experience, you know, because I think I was, a, you know, in the beginning, I was like, ah. 
you know, we're not going to, you know, I can't get it. Nobody, you know, but when you start having people around you that have gotten it and you've experienced it, it's, it's definitely something you want to be very cautious and careful about. What do you think about those who um, have been vaccinated and, and are still getting COVID? Well, because this is, they were saying that it was a 5%. Yeah. But I, I don't, it, it's and looking a little higher than that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it depends on which one. Because I know, like, with the Johnson Johnson people were saying, you know, it's only 65% and so forth. And the basketball players, you know, when you look into when they got it again, it, most of them had gotten the, that particular vaccine. So I'm not sure. I know that, you know, and, and it's never 100%, but I think with getting it, it'll prevent you from going down the, the path that right that people got before where they were just dying and, and in hospitals and so forth. So, you know, of course you, you can get it again, but it's not gonna, you know, your your result is not gonna be as worse as, as before. Right. And that's what a lot so, of people are saying. And well that's what I read the fact sheet. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's what the fact sheet says. But yeah. I think that some people are not being advised of that. I have a friend and she has lupus and she was recently vaccinated with her first dose and was not told that she could still get COVID. Mm -hmm. And she shouldn't have gotten vaccinated because she already has a compromised immune system okay. and it does lower your immune system mm -hmm. when you're vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, because I, I'm asking everybody, every single person that was vaccinated, was that told to them? Because we have people out here thinking yeah, that they're completely right, safe yeah. because they're they're vaccinated and they weren't to told. Me. Yeah, because even with me um, getting COVID, they say that you, you know you've got the antibodies, and so right. you know my doctor was like, "Oh, you can wait like ninety to one hundred and twenty days. You don't have to worry about it." And I was like, "I'm good." <laughs> nope. I was like, "I'm getting vaccinated. If I got the antibodies, and that's even better." But right, um, right. But I was told, "Yeah, you can get it again." with each each one the percentage is different with each one but it's not that doesn't mean you can't catch it again right so, um, wow that's mm -hmm. crazy it's scary yeah it's really it scary especially um with this delta variant mm -hmm. and then i heard there's another one called delta plus yeah what and now look it's a lot and then the monkey pox yeah i'm like are See, you I serious so the CDC is investigating that, yeah. right? Because this is a traveler from Nigeria that was found in Dallas to have monkeypox. And why is it called the monkeypox? I, I, I don't know. know. I, think, I, don't I think that, you know, to me, I'm almost wondering if they just want us to be scared. Like every well, of course, they mentioned. Oh, of course, you know, and, and the, the murder hornets good. that never showed up, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a, a definitely a fear tactic. That's why you know I'm not going to say that COVID is not real. It absolutely is, and it's dangerous and it's out there. But they absolutely created a massive hysteria with it when they when they brought it out. And you know, what I'm talking about it no more. Well, I guess for me, it's like. I want to I wanna be safe. So like your friend with lupus, you have to weigh your options. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was too risky to take the vaccine. But they didn't tell her anything or until maybe after. It, it, it's a risk either way. Yeah. You risk getting it or you risk taking the vaccine. And yes. yourself sick. So I think people need to look at it on a case-by-case, -case, individual basis. Mm -hmm. For me, because of my history of blood clots, I'm very, I'm very leery of getting it. Right. Mm -hmm. When I start hearing that being a... Um, a side effect. Yeah. But they me. ask you that. They like they ask you though. That's what I'm saying. Like I guess maybe it depends on where you're going. I filled out a whole fact sheet. I answered a whole yeah. bunch of questions. You know, and that's and one of them. The blood thinners and all of yeah, that. They're not yeah. as thorough. See, I'm supposed to be on blood thinners. Mm -hmm. And I'm not because I just don't like the hassle of it. 
but I watch my diet and my lifestyle and all that. And I'm always, you know, getting checked to make sure I don't have any blood clots. But like your experience, my experience with the uh, pulmonary embolism, mm -hmm. which is like a blood clot in your lungs, made me just not ever oh have that again. Oh my gosh. I never experienced that again. Yeah, I was critical. I was in ICU yes. for like two wow. weeks. Because by the time they caught it, I was on borrowed time. Oh like, my I was gosh. literally in ICU with blood thinners going through my veins and orally. I had blood thinners to up the hill because the heart, the the blood fire was on its way to my heart. Oh, and wow. it was like, if we don't dissolve this, you need to start letting your family know, like, there's no guarantee it's going to be dissolved. So after an experience like that, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't want to take no chance. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what, yeah. That's what, what, yeah. So yeah. that's why I feel like people have to weigh their options and then people shouldn't be so judgy because you don't know why a person wants didn't to or don't want to. We all have our reasons. Mm -hmm. So I think people shouldn't be so judgy about it because, mm -hmm. of course, I want everybody to be well and safe. But it may not be safe for me to take the vaccine. Right. Yeah. So I think that, you know, we should just. Continue with social distancing to a degree. Yes. And be smart. You know, I'm still not ready to go in big crowds. I see people doing I'm not You're ready. Like I'm not ready. I, get paranoid. I can do a medium crowd, but mm -hmm. these big, big crowds, yeah. I'm not yeah. ready for that yet. Yeah. It's just I never liked it before the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like that many people crowded in. Have you ever been to an event where you can barely take two steps? Yeah. And it's I don't like that. Out, you, can, you know, it's yeah. like you're gonna get cramped. I, I'm like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. And I think whether you get vaccinated or not, just keep being safe. Yeah. 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 Keep being safe out there, you guys, because you know it's always gonna be something. Yeah. If it ain't a mass shooting, it's dog old monkey pox. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just be safe. <laughs> Use common sense. And then this is the biggest thing that I feel like we have as black people. I don't care how y'all feel about it, non-black people who's listening. I don't care how you feel about it because I'm a black person, so I can speak on this from experience. We are very spiritual people. So what I will always suggest to everybody, follow that, that voice that you hear. It ain't no overbearing. Take the vaccine, take the vaccine, take the vaccine. Take. No, it's not that. It's just a small voice that will come to you every now and then. And lead you and guide you on what you need to do. We need to learn how to experience and follow that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like we can't go wrong if we do that. But that's going to lead to a whole nother long show. This <laughs> is why we don't do that. But I just want to encourage everybody. When you don't know what else to do, follow that good spirit or that good voice that you hear. And like I said, it's not going to be overbearing. Eat that cookie, eat that cookie, eat that cookie. Oh, no, that ain't the right voice. Anytime you hear a message two or three times, that's not the right voice. The right voice, boom, one time. One time. You listen or you don't. I learned that the hard way. Several times. I remember being in the parking lot in Kroger. Your phone is in the car. And I was like, no, it ain't. My phone, I, I put my phone in my purse. Drove off. Where's my phone? Oh, no, I did. I heard <laughs> it. The phone was in the car. And I didn't pay no shit. my minutes are small. It's not low. Get your phone! Your phone! Your phone. <laughs> you got it! No. It's a boom. Just a small light. Look in the car. Or, or you're right. Here, you're so right. Strap your baby in. Or it's just a small. Yeah. And I think we get back into the habit of hearing that. We're going to be all right. No matter what. You know, you hear people who I've heard people who've been on their way to an event and decided they wasn't going to go. Turn and around. the whole event you know, was a massacre or a terrible mm -hmm. tragedy. 
and then they didn't know they don't even know why. Yeah, yeah, they just get that feeling. Mm -hmm. So that's happened to me. Yeah, me too. Lots of times, but it wasn't know, a tragedy, but it was what I said it was, and and I was told that it wasn't. And when I saw the next day what it was, I was like, Glad I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was happening to me before with dudes. Yeah. And then you get that feeling like, don't, this ain't the one. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Like, he look like he the one. Stay away from the light. Yes. Right. <laughs> you don't listen. You find out why. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He ain't it. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for being here. We are going to talk about a few more topics before we end the show. But let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you looking for ways to take your business to the next level? Well, Houston, we have a solution. The Boss Up Bootcamp is here to help you level up. Join Lisa, the boss lady, and her amazing roster of speakers that will give you the inside scoop on turning your side hustle into multiple streams of income. This is your year to level up, but don't delay. Register now before it's sold out. Visit www.lisathebosslady.com to register for this event and for more information. That's Lisa, L-Y-S-A-T-H-A, bosslady.com. Remember, you got to be in it to win it. So register today. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Are we back? Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> I just want to say, oh, baby, you got, jump in. <laughs> got, got what I need. need. But you say he's just a friend. Hey, you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. <laughs> I want to say, you know, that is a, a great song. You know, we all heard of the death of Biz Markie. It's kind of hurtful when you see somebody you grew up on. So it's real. Die so young. It's real this time. Yeah. Okay. It's real this time. Um, He was 47, 57, 57 years old. He was actually my birthday twin. He's one on April 8th as me. So I, I say he's a legendary Aries. And I, I throw that out there because it's going to be my new brand. I just need y'all to understand. For all the legendary Aries, I got something for y'all. But he is one. He was a legendary Aries and just an all-around good person. When so many people speak well of you, you know you must have been a good person. And not just R.I.P. When people got long stories about you. And I think that's what we all should want. You know, we should all want people to feel not just avoid, but feel happy that they met us. Yes. And when you go on social media, that's all you see is stories of, of happiness and things that he brought joy to when he was a good person and people who knew him. So, you know, if you got to leave, you want to leave like that. That's my opinion. Um, I also wanted to speak briefly on the fact that Jamaica is seeking billions of dollars in reparations, y'all. Now, y'all know I am oh, the wow. queen of reparations. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in reparations, baby. So when y'all start doing Senate testimonies, holler at your girl, because I'm there, okay? I got my research. I got all my points. I got I got a pl payment plan y'all can put together for us. <laughs> I mean, it's economical. I can make it work. But we need to be, we need to be compensated for the tr atrocities that took place on our ancestors. We need that. So I love the fact that Jamaica is stepping up. Now they are asking the uh, Britain, they're asking Britain for billions of dollars and they are demanding restitution for what Britain did, but for what Britain, Spain, and America did to Africans and to our descendants. So here's the thing, what we don't really realize, the reason why we as black people we, when you see a black person and they start speaking a different language, like, oh, they're not black. They're black. 
their answers just went they were dropped off right. at a different they spot. They were dropped off at a different places. spot. Yes, exactly. So they, the origin is Africa. But yeah, it's but, it's, but Dominicans and Haitians all as well. We were all dropped off at a different spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Just dropped off at different places. Yes. And so I'm very happy that uh, Jamaica is stepping up loudly. They are making demands. They are putting, um, you know, things in place. They're putting it right. And that's what we all need to do. Now, we all know that uh, Robert Johnson has been advocating for us to get reparations. And he felt like. What was it, $300,000 per person or something like that? Now, I know a lot of critics are saying, why, why would we just give them money? Why would we just do that? But here's the reason, because our ancestors, the people that you brought over from Africa, the things that you did to them continued on for, for hundreds of years in the form of being passed down from each generation to generation. When you are stripped of your religion, you're stripped of your, your language, you're stripped of your culture, what do you expect us to do? What but, do you expect us to do? Thing, walk around with an identity crisis. Another thing is, the, don't you pay for the work that you receive? We built this country. Absolutely. We built Free this labor. country. Exactly. Free so why labor. wouldn't you pay? Why wouldn't you pay back child support or back labor? Why wouldn't you pay that? Because it, it happened. You know, we literally built this country because you was too lazy to get out there in the field and pick the cotton or too lazy to get out or or uneducated well, or I'm unskilled. Say they were lazy or uneducated. I'm going to say they were smart enough to know who to get the best, okay? When you want it done right, get the best. But pay us, though. Pay us for the good work that our ancestors did. Absolutely. Because it's just like if you want something done right, you're going to call somebody who know how to do it. Yeah. But you got to pay them. Absolutely. And you can't Absolutely. treat them like dirt. You Absolutely. can't treat them worse than an animal. And they keep like doing it. And then you can't think that their descendants after them are not going to be damaged. There's irreparable damage that has been done to African-Americans because we were stripped of everything. So I feel like this is a good step in the right direction for a whole country to be saying, look, we need you to pay us. We need you to pay us. And it's, it's sad because a lot of our people feel like we're far removed from slavery. Mm -hmm. But if you really go and, and learn and research what happened, all the things that happened during slavery, you're like, my God. It will make you angry all over again. And you'll be like, somebody do need to pay. Somebody has to pay. Then when you realize that the uh, point that slave owners was given reparations for the loss of workers after slavery was wow. ended. So y'all gave them reparations, but when we asked for, oh, what are we gonna get them money for? You saw the need then. Wow. You saw the need when they lost their free workers. But you don't see the need now when we are in a situation where most of our people are locked into poverty. Most of our people have a mindset of struggle. Most of our people cannot understand that they have a right to the American dream, just like everybody else. So I just, I'm happy that they've done this. And then I encourage us all to do some independent study, do some research, try to figure out how much you need. Cause I'm just saying, you know, put it on paper, baby. You never know. <laughs> I'm gonna need that three hundred thousand, and y'all ain't gotta worry about me no more after that. Give me that three hundred thousand. I'm gonna turn it to three hundred million. Okay? Right? Trust me. Because right? what we've been doing around here with pennies. Hello. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. Yeah, saying. we can really make. 
We'll never be broke again. I'm just saying, give me ever in life. Okay. My family will never want for nothing else again. I can take that and flip it and make them do it. And besides that, we are a part of, we're still a part of this country. So say you were to give us the reparations, like you're, you're, you're 300,000, you're turning into 300 million, you know, it's, it's a few Lisa Denae's out there. So as, as a part of this country, that's the, the only thing that we're doing is adding more value, even right. more value. Right. So why not help us help you? Right. And they know we add value. That's the reason why, you know, they're doing these little small things like Juneteenth, the holiday. Okay, thank you, bud. <laughs> Ain't necessarily what we was looking for on the menu. But, <laughs> but they're giving us everything that what they're what we're asking. They're like throwing bones and yeah. seeing if we'll if we'll accept it, like the Angel Mama thing. We don't care what you put on a surf bottle. You know. And, and they they even propose to change the um the wording when you're showing a house. Don't say the master bedroom. They oh, they did, and I'm oh, like, we didn't ask you for that. We just asked you to stop killing us. I I didn't think about it, but I'm with it. Okay, I'm with all these wow. little these little remnants of slavery that we don't even know yeah. still plays games with your psyche. Just like the Masters tournament, the golf tournament, they should have been changed that because everybody know what that's about. The Masters, and even the nice you know? neighborhoods, Plantation Oaks, and yeah. all. Of yes. yes, you are so right. To a plantation I did not see that until I, I had never seen that until I moved to Texas. Yeah. When I see all these subdivisions with plantation in the title, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> but, like but people think that that's, that's a, a high upper echelon. Yes. Oh, I live in yes. plantation, da 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 da. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, you, you it's, it's, yeah. that, it's that mindset. It's definitely that mindset. It's that mindset. And I think that, that we see it in, in every aspect of our culture. We just don't want to see it. Mm -hmm. Because we do see it when people talk about our names being funny. Oh, black people always add some extra. Because you took our language away from us. So we do have to make up something that fits the inside of us. Because Lisa don't fit the inside of me, never did. But what was I supposed to do? I was a kid. But I knew my name should be uh, Shaniqua or some exotic Melantria. <laughs> that's, that's American. You know, I mean, some African American. I'm just saying, it's it, it's a part of everything that we do, and so I'm happy that this is happening. And then, you know, I saw a story this week about a black woman. I really want to say this one because I know we're running out of time, but I want you to, to think about this. There was a black woman who got to wear a wedding dress this past week. In a bridal shop, because when she got married in 1952, black women were not allowed in bridal shops. Do you understand how oh, short ago that was? That was not hundreds of years yeah, ago. I saw that. 1952, black women was not allowed in bridal shops. So you wonder why we got an attitude. Because it was passed down from all the generations that right. told, no, you, you're not good enough to come here. No, we don't like your kind here. No, you can't wear a white dress. So all of that that was done to the previous generations, of course, they passed that down to us unknowingly, sometimes unknowingly. But I think when people, especially people that are not black, call us sensitive or say, oh, they make everything about race. Everything been about race. Since y'all came to Africa and got our people, it's always been about race. Y'all made it about race. So I just feel like now we need to rectify these things. And then the last thing I wanted to say is to the black men. I'm gonna need y'all to go a little easier on us black women on social media. I don't know about y'all, but I see so much bashing of black women. I just get tired of it sometimes. It's like you you criticize our hair, you criticize our nails, you criticize our makeup, criticize our weight, you criticize our attitudes, you criticize everything about us. 
But at the same time, who put us in these positions to have so many identity crises? Yes, there's some people on black on social media, black women, that I'm ashamed of. I'd be like, oh, sis, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cover that up. Oh, do something different. But you got to understand how we got here. Right. With this, I've been seeing a lot of a bashing here. about lashes. A lot of a yeah. lot of bashing about lashes about guys saying, "Oh, we don't care about that. Um, you, we're not gonna stop talking. Oh, we don't like it or whatever." And then I've seen some pick me on us say the same thing, and they're um, these little pick me's. Oh, you you're getting all these lashes for men, and they don't even want that. And one of them. She surprised me by being a pick me on her because I I know her better and I was like I don't get lashes for my husband I get them for myself I I get it because I like how I look and why is that self hate why is it self hate because I like lashes on my eyes why, why is it self hate because like, I like blondish on my hair that's why I feel like we we as black women got to talk about this more you got to hear from the horse's mouth. You can't listen to a black man. He's not a black woman. Exactly. We exactly. are the people who can tell you why we do what we do. Right. So hear from the horse's mouth. Because we like to change our hair to different colors. White women do it too. Y'all not, they not told that they hate themselves because they like to change their hair color, their eye color, they buy booties and buy breasts, tan they buy lips, they tan, <laughs> they buy everything. But when we do anything to enhance ourselves, it's like, oh, she hates herself. Oh, she's trying to be white. Y'all need to try to understand us. Ease up on the criticism is what I'm saying because you don't understand what it's like to be a black woman. Imagine being told you're not worthy to be in a bridal shop just because I'm black. Right. And then, I mean, you know, these are the type of things that our people have had to deal with. And then even black women today, you know, it's so crazy. I go to the Y every week to take my son to swimming classes. When I got braids, these same white women who always speak to me with an afro or straight hair, they see the braids and all of a sudden they become like, oh, I'm the same person. So so what do braids mean? Like I get judged for braids. I don't understand that. And I think that's what I wish our men would look into a little bit more. The things that we have to go through just being a person. Like everything about what we do is critiqued and judged for something some deeper meaning when it really just mean I felt like having braids. When really just mean I feel like doing my hair every single morning. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Like yes. Like, and then Burn the wigs. Yes. I will match my outfit today. Right. I mean, whatever. Right. Yes. Right. Even when you say, oh, women who wear wigs, they don't like their real no. no. We like our hair more. That's yep. why we protect it. <laughs> we don't like it go as soon as we step outside. Yes. We have three hours every morning. Right. To try to wash and blow dry and, stuff. and straighten out? for and it to go outside. Yeah, I'm to a go. Gemini, so my mind, you know, I don't. I got a split personality. So yeah, I want to be Lisa. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm Bethany. Yeah. I'm yeah. Tiffany to the next day. Yeah. men do not so we're absolutely doing it for ourselves i can't hear you just say that. oh you want to put it in the, the yeah okay. um so yeah that's all that's the only thing i wanted to say is that 
you know, ease up on us because in this, at the same time you see the black men criticizing, you see the, all the non-black people in the comments, mm -hmm. all the non-black women and non-black men co-signing. And it's like, come on now, we got enough to deal with. We don't need you on the other side tearing us down. And, and that's why it go back to the mothers because they're raising these, these men to do this. Um, what we do is we tend to baby our boys more than we baby our girls. And we need to stop that. We need to stop that cycle. We need to start instilling self-respect in our ladies and teaching these young men to respect women. Well, we have to teach these young men that women are the only reason why you are even here. They, women yeah. is the only reason why you exist. So you have to know where the power is. I'm just saying. You don't treat some a person of power like a regular person. And that's where I feel like, so again, a whole other show. That's why I feel like black women have to understand you are not a regular regular. You are a queen. You are a goddess. Not a regular person. You bring life into this world. A life actually grows inside your body. That's huge. Absolutely. And you bring that life forth. So we have to stop allowing people to treat us like we just regular old run of the mill. No, baby. I'm a life giver. I'm a life bringer. Not just physically, but spiritually and emotionally. So we already know we can kill with our words. But let's try to build with our words from here on out. Women and men. But definitely our black men. Y'all, you know, cut us some slack. How that your girl if you got a problem? You don't want no zero problem, big fella. <laughs> Absolutely. So before we go, you got anything, Lisa the Boss Lady? Um, no, just I just want to, you know, definitely add to that. Just um, let's just start um, bringing life into each other versus tearing each other down all the time. Absolutely. And now we are out of time, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We do have another show coming up. Stay right there on FunnerRadio.com. Black Coffee with a Side of Tea is coming up next. And I want to give a shout out to Lisa the Boss Lady and Melissa Collins. Travel Talk Tuesday is on every Tuesday now at 7 o'clock p.m. Check it out on FunnerRadio.com. We got to go, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You are now in the presence of a real one. You are now in the presence of a real one. You are now in the presence of a real one. A real one. A real one. A real one. Catch my smoke, smoke. Catch my smoke, smoke. Catch my smoke. I hope you don't choke, choke. You're looking crazy because you thought it was a joke. Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, and I want to tell you about an amazing event that I just found out about. It's called a business fair. Are you tired of going to job fairs when you know you really want to be your own boss? Maybe you just don't know where to start. Well, this business fair presented by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services is just for you. If you're in the Houston and surrounding areas, come and learn all about the many business opportunities available to you. For more information and rates, Call 281-661-3975 or visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you.